Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. This is Season 3, Episode 28. The people called, or the people rather that we call the villagers, they either love it or hate it here. But there are many that have what I refer to as a privileged attitude that for some reason they think that they're better than others owed more respect just because of their age, or that they're entitled simply because that they moved to the villages. But don't forget one simple thing. No matter what your age, you are only owed respect if you respect other people. We are all the same here in the villages, all in the same boat. Some may drive Bentleys, some may drive Volkswagens. And yes, there are haters here, but just as much as there's a lot of nice people here in the villages. But the villages is kind of what I refer to as a la-la land. It's la-la land. Kind of like Disneyland for old people. Where some people think that just about anything goes, regardless of the law, regardless of the community district development regulations and standards. So for some, and I say some, adjusting to life in the villages can be a bit difficult. Many don't make the adjustment very well and ultimately decide to leave, sell their home, and go back from where they came, or to another part of Florida or another state. But regardless of what some people think, that this is such a wonderful place, and it, and it can be, if you make it that way. It does happen quite a bit. Also, there are those of us, like my wife and I, that keep moving every four or five years because... We're tired of the villages, and we just don't want to grow old in an older section with older people. It makes us feel old. So about every four to five years, we sell and move to a newer section where the population tends to be anywhere from 5, 10 to 15, even 20 years younger than us. At least then, we don't have to look at a sea of old faces every morning when we get up and walk around the neighborhood. Food for thought, so to speak. And then also, there are those of us in the neighborhood that mow our own lawns and like I do and I'm 72 because it only takes me in my villa about 15 minutes max to edge and to mow my lawn it's that small so why are people paying $150 a month every single month when they can do it for 15 minutes and it's a powered mower I just don't get it I don't get it in the few months that I've been here, I've already saved the annual fees that other people are paying. In fact, we have a lady next door to us. Her lawn is half the size of mine, and she pays $175 a month. That's insanity. At least to me it is. The Villages is also all about socializing and drinking. And yeah, drinking does go on, and it's very heavy here. And I personally don't like to be on the roads in and around Brownwood, Spanish Springs, or Sumter Landing after 8 o'clock at night, because there's a lot of drunks on the road. It always surprises me that the police keep kind of a hands-off policy to drunks around here. I guess drinking and alcohol in restaurants pay a lot of taxes. Now, talking to MDs, as I have done since I moved back, I always ask them that question when they bring up this, uh, the question about, do you drink? Because they're asking me about my health, and I say, no, I don't, or very little. And he says, you know, that's funny. The MD will say. In fact, I saw an MD today, and he said, I'll ask villagers if they drink, and they'll say, oh, only one or two glasses. And then I'll look at their medical report, and I know goddamn well that that's not true, that they're drinking like fish every single day and destroying their livers. I look at their liver enzyme test, and I know that they're alcoholics. But they say, oh, no, 
I, I very seldom touch a glass. Well, what I know to be true is most villagers are liars when it comes to their medical health and to drinking. Um, so the doctor would say to me, you know, so I just save my breath. It's not worth my time trying to. If they're 70 years old and they're still drinking, hey, they're going to die that way. So I don't waste my breath. Now, talking to some villagers about that is like talking to a brick wall, and they will never tell you the truth, even about what they did at work when they were working. But how do you find out? Well, you get their name, they're where they used to live, and you can do Google research on them. You can go to tax records. You can look up what they sold their house before they moved here and what they paid for it. You can find out an awful lot of information from tax records and from employer records that they think that you can't. Trust me, it's all out there. Now, another subject is most of the sheriffs and local police in the village area, which we don't have a lot of. We do have a lot of sheriffs, but not a lot of local police. The local police we have are Fruitland Park, Lady Lake, and Wildwood Police Department. The rest are all sheriffs from Marion County, Sumter County, and Lake County. But the sheriffs and the local police in this area, uh, over the 17 years I've been here, are very nice people for the most part and will treat you with respect if you do the same for them. I've had very good interactions with the local police, and I think they're a great bunch of people. And if you just write them a letter or go talk to them, I usually will get in my car if I've got a subject I want to talk about, and I'll go see the chief of police. I knock on his door, go down, talk. Anyway, treat them with respect. However, I often read where new villagers say, there's no crime in the villages. And that's just not true and never has been true. There is crime. There's quite a bit of crime. Not a lot of really serious crime like murder and rape and uh, things like that. But we do have uh, burglaries and break-ins to homes that are unoccupied by the snowbirds that own them. And even in some cases... Um, in fact, like ours, when we first moved into our new and fourth house, on the very first day we moved into DeLuna in our new house, a 50-ish aged white male tried to break into our house while my wife and I were in it. And lucky for me, I had my gun only two feet away from me, and uh, I told him I was grabbing it, and he took off like a lark. And I reported him to the police, but of course, they I didn't get his tag number. I wish I had, but anyway. It does happen, and you have to be safe. So what you can do is not think that there isn't any crime here, because there is. And you have to do the right thing. And in the areas south of 466A, south of Wildwood, some of the poor areas that they are now building the villages in, there's a difference between the haves and the have-nots. So you do have to uh, secure your property, be safe in your home, keep your doors locked, keep your car doors locked if they're outside, and you probably should have a gun or a dog. Yes, even in the villages, because, folks, please, come on. Everybody thinks the villages is a gated community. It is not a gated community. It has gates that go up and down. You press a button and get in. There is no way to keep anybody from the outside coming into the villages. Every day, every single day, thousands of outsiders come through the villages. The gate, the so-called gate, Gestapo that we have or the gate guards, they are not allowed to stop any car. They are not allowed to question any car. Even if four spurless looking individuals came up to the gate at 2 a.m. in the morning, gate guard is not allowed to question them or anything, and he has to let them through because it is a public road. 
all of the roads in the villages, no matter what county you live in, are public roads subject to public laws and law enforcement, and the village gate guards cannot stop anybody from entering. Now, they do take uh, pictures of every license tag coming into the villages, but it's really kind of hard to pinpoint who the perpetrator of a break-in would be uh, in a subdivision that has 5,000 homes in it. So just remember that. And so to protect yourself, what you need to do when you move to the villages is get a good camera system with a good app on your phone and a good relay and lots of lights around your house so that when people break the beam, the lights come on and also get a guard dog for your house, the one that barks when people come up to the door. Those are the basic things that you need to do. And oh, by the way, if you want to own a gun, you can. Uh, and of course, DeSantis just allowed anybody without any registration at all to now carry concealed weapons in the state of Florida. Oh, that makes me feel so safe. One of my biggest complaints is the people that move here and who get golf carts have, they treat them like little toys. They have no training. They don't even know how to properly drive a golf cart, how to properly follow the DMV rules. The rules are exactly the same as for any other motorized vehicle, with one difference. And that is this. Unless you're driving the golf cart on what is called or referred to as a multimodal path, which are found in the older sections of the villages and not in the newer sections, then all bets are off. You can do whatever you want, just drive them safely. But in the newer sections, like I said, south of 466A and Wildwood and Leesburg, there are no multimodal paths. All the golf carts have to be driven on the roads in their designated golf cart striped lane. But here's the rub. If you cross out of the white lane for the golf cart lane, your little golf cart automatically becomes a regular vehicle subject to all the rules and regulations of cars, which means that they must be tagged, must be insured, you must be licensed, you must carry your license with you along with the registration. And if you do not, and you are stopped by either the sheriff or the police, the fine that you will be paying for crossing that little white line back and forth because you're not paying attention to the lane you're driving in will be $1,200 and up plus court costs. I want you to just think about that when you don't think it's true. You need to go do your own homework, research the many court cases that have already occurred in Lake County and Sumter County. You can Google it about golf carts getting tickets and huge tickets for being non-legal golf carts on the roadways. And the one thing you need to remember about driving a golf cart is if you break the law, the ticket you get will be a mandatory court appearance. That is not necessarily true with a car. Break the law and it's not a serious infraction. You can just pay the fine You don't, or take a course and you don't have to go to court. But with a golf cart, my friends, you will have a mandatory court appearance. And oh, by the way, don't be stupid like some villagers have and say, well, it was just a golf cart. I'm not going to show up to court. Because now you just pissed off the judge. And failure to appear, they're going to put a bench warrant out for you. You're going to go to jail and they're going to make you bond out. And now your charges are going to go up. The average cost for a, a 
a must-appear court appearance for a lawyer is $5,000. So when you end up, and you won't get off, I can trust me, you will not get off of a golf cart driving in a regular car lane charge unless you're legally licensed to do so under 35 miles per hour lanes only. Your overall cost, lawyer, court fees, and fine is going to be upwards of and approaching $10,000. <laughs> Don't think I'm joking. I'm not. So is it really worth it? So now my wife and I have already owned two golf carts in the 17 years we've been here. And when we moved back from Vero, we decided not to get another golf cart. We don't need one. We've got two little cars. We take us everywhere we need to go. If we did want to go play golf, if we did want to go to the pitch and putts, if we did want to go play bocce ball, if we did want to go to the rec centers, why the hell do we need to drive in an air-polluting golf cart? No, we just jump, jump in our cars and go. So we don't need to pay fifteen dollars to $20,000 for some goofy golf cart. I think over the period of 17 years, I pissed away over $30,000 in golf cart fees. Totally not worth it. I would have rather had spent that money on a Audi or something anyway. So it's not that we really don't enjoy it. We just don't have a need for golf carts anymore. Our little cars take care of us just fine. And I already talked about landscaping. But remember one thing. If you are going to make changes to the original landscaping of whatever house or home or villa you buy, you must get ARB approval. And your failure to do so can cause you to be fined, force you to rip out all of the changes you make because you did not get authorization. And oh yes, that's all on the record too. Plenty of reading out there to do. Simply go to villages-news.com or the court records or go to Sumter Landing and ask for records. They can show them to you. It's all public record. But if you repeatedly break the rules of the CDD by things like not mowing your lawn, not edging your lawn, you will be fined eventually. And uh, that's not a good thing. Everything you do is subject to rules and regulations. So if you don't like rules and regulations, even though you want to come to La La Land, maybe you better not move here. Because many of the rules and regulations that even though technically we don't have an HOA in each of the CDDs, the CDD pretty much does act like an HOA, even though it's not called an HOA. It is a governmental board. And that's another funny thing because DeSantis is currently trying to just take away the governmental board CDD from Disney. Well, that's a violation because technically if he wants to do away with Disney, then he has to do away with all CDDs in the state of Florida. And that would cost well over a trillion dollars to do that. There are so many CDDs in the state of Florida. You can't mistreat one CDD and not do the same equitably to all the other CDDs. So DeSantis is going to lose that court case big time, and they are suing him and taking him to court, and they got the money to do it, and he does not. So we'll see how that all plays out. But again, do not think that moving here is la-la land, uh, that you won't get ticketed for drunk driving, that you won't get ticketed for golf carts, that you won't get ticketed for speeding, that you won't be fined for not obeying the CDD rules for taking care of your property, the mold on your siding, on your stucco, cleaning your driveways, weeding your weed beds, letting your grass grow into the road, all those things, all it's going to take is one person to report you, and then you're going to be before the CDD board, 
and they will fine you until you correct the situation. And if you don't correct the situation, liens will be placed against your house with interest charges, and I do believe the current interest rates they're charging on the unpaid fines is 7%, and they are compounded. You know, like a bank compounds interest. So uh, they can rack up thousands of dollars really quick. There's several pending cases in the villages right now, and nobody's getting out of those situations. So the villages is a place that you come to have a good time, but also to follow rules. So always follow the rules. Always stop for stop signs. Always put your blinker on. Never, never speed. Remember, anything over 20 miles per hour, it doesn't matter what any Tom, Dick, or Harry tells you. If you go over 20 miles an hour, you're now a, a fully legal vehicle, uh, illegal vehicle driving in a, a roadway subject to all the rules and regulations. You are no longer golf cart compliant and the fees will rack up big time. Do your research, people. Read the DMV rules for Florida, especially about golf carts, and uh, look in the state, state regulations. In fact, I forgot to say that. Governor DeSantis just issued a new state, uh, signed off on a new state law. Nobody, nobody, no grandparent, nobody shall allow any child under the age of 16 to drive a golf cart. Period. So if you allow your grandchild here starting, I think it's this month, to drive your golf cart and not legally be accompanied, and they have to be over 16, can't be 15 or 14 or 13 or 12, and we see this crap all the time. So if grandma or grandpa or mom and dad ain't in the golf cart with the 16-year-old, uh, you're going to rack up some pretty hefty fines if the Wildwood police or the sheriffs pull your you and your kids over. Do not, under the new Governor DeSantis law that he just signed off on, have anybody non-licensed under the age of 16 driving a golf cart in the villages. You will get hammered worse than a DUI. And with that, Bob out.